Welcome to the Smoke and Rope Podcast, the show that brings together Michigan's top cannabis growers, advocates, and business owners to offer a fresh and honest perspective of Michigan's cannabis industry. Stick with us to get the lowdown from the people who have been on the ground floor of cannabis business in Michigan and gain insights into where the industry may be heading. Welcome to the Smoke and Rope Podcast. I'm your host today, Kevin Pibus from True Cannabis. And again, I'll be filling in for uh, Ryan Basor as he's going to be out for uh, the next this week and, and me might be back next week. But um, today is episode uh, 103. And today we have uh, the Honorable Mayor of Kalkaska, Harley Wales, returning episode 37 guest, returning. And then we also have uh, the manager of the Kalkushka Lounge uh, up in Kalkaska, Chris Atterbury. Guys, how's it going today? Great. Fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, as always, we've got uh, our two uh, co-hosts. Um, Tom Beller over at Relief Solutions is also joining us from the Kalkushka Cafe. Tom, how's things going today, buddy? Going great, man. Beautiful day. And uh, Nate Darling, back at the office. Uh, he's filling in for Ryan today, holding it down, hoping to have some good questions from Nate. Nate, how's things going? Things are going great. Busy week ahead of us, but excited for this episode for sure. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm actually really excited about this episode as well. Um, I've spent some time up in Kalkaska uh, touring the uh, the cafe before it was built out in the dispensary and, and seeing the progress as time has gone on. And, and I think it's really cool that they're the uh, the first uh, consumption lounge in the state of Michigan. So I'm, I'm excited to see how how this business model plays out and uh, and how everything goes. And so uh, real quickly, uh, Harley, we, we already got your background, but why don't you give us a quick rundown uh, of what you got going on up in Kalkaska and then we'll move over to Chris. Uh, yeah, more recently, we've uh, redone the other side of the street across from the lounge. We made a town square uh, through grant funding. Um, we were able to accomplish that $4 million square across the street. So we have a nice place to now have functions. Um, uh, for those that live in the village, as well as, you know, those that want to come to the village and have a good time. Yeah, and, and I think that Kalkaska is going to really become an attraction up north with all the funding that you guys got and building the new uh, the new areas there. Um, it is. I we, think it's going to... Go ahead. We yeah. followed the plan that the MEDC put forth for us, you know, um, kind of streamlining everything that we have so that um, now industries can come a little easier to town. Um, and with that grant funding and placemaking, hopefully that'll bank on it and everybody on this side of the street will see that side of the street and uh, start sprucing things up a bit. Yeah, and, and you know, if anybody hasn't been up to the Kalkaska uh, area, you know, uh, up until, you know, the last 10 years or so, it was starting to kind of downturn the economy there, but the, the infrastructure was in place. There's, there's you know, a lot of commercial space and and, uh, and with the marijuana industry, they're really starting to build up uh, that avenue as well. So, um, uh, Harley, I think you've done a great job up there and, and I hope that it continues to to build and, and we get some, uh, some tourists up there and start to enjoy that area. Um, Chris uh, Atterbury, uh, the manager over there at Kalkaska. Chris, why don't you give us a rundown of, of who you are and how you got into the position of being the manager at Kalkushka? Yeah, that sounds great. Well, um, you know, I am the general manager of the, of the Kalkushka Lounge here, and uh, we've been working really hard to make this a success. It's been a really fun journey. Every day, it's been something new, and we're really starting to see the momentum start to roll, and we're moving, we're moving forward. So, um, I was actually a school teacher for 20 years coming into this position and uh, kind of changed my career because this was the right spot for me. I knew it when I saw it and I kind of followed through as hard as I could to kind of make it work. And 
here we are. And it's been uh, it's been quite a journey, but it's been an amazing journey. And this the Kalkushka is going to be a huge success. And we're got, getting to see the really the first few steps as we're moving forward. And uh, I'm really excited to see what happens in the future, because I think it's going to be a, a magical space for sure. Yeah, I know, uh, you know, one of the, the mantras uh, of, of Kalkushka is to, 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 you know, make a difference and, and normalize the consumption of, uh, of, of marijuana and to demonstrate that, uh, that adults can responsibly consume cannabis and, uh, and make it more socially acceptable. Um, what is it that, uh, that you guys are doing to, uh, to try to, uh, to normalize things and, and how, how, is it, how is the business not going to impose on other businesses around them? Well, that's that's a lot of good questions. You know, we've got um, that that idea of not stepping on anybody's toes is super important for us. We want to make sure we're a member of the community and and really allowing all the other businesses to continue to be successful as well as building our success on our own page. And uh, as we're moving through, you know, we're really trying to make sure that we have things here that nobody else in town has, uh, as well as not trying to impose what we've got on something something that somebody else has already been doing like the Calho or anything like that so we're really trying to find our niche within the city of Kalkaska and make it a huge success for us um, as well as trying to help out all the other businesses around us by um, incorporating them on our um, you know all their cards and businesses and uh, the menus for the different restaurants and things like that so we're really trying to make sure that everybody is able to be successful along with the success of the Kalkushka so um, we're trying to integrate as much as we can in the neighborhood and around us into uh, into what we do every single day. So we're bringing in a lot of local people to run our events. Uh, we're trying to bring in um, all the local sodas and coffees and things like that so we can help other other businesses in the area be as successful as we are going to be. Yeah, that sounds like a, a great game plan. I mean, including them in it makes that that much easier for you guys when it comes to, to, to integrating with them. Um, Harley, on, on your end, what have, what have you seen? Um, you know, what is, has there been any pushback from the community and, and what are their concerns? You know, the, the pushback from the community is the same five people that it's been for the last five years um, and probably the last 50 years. Um, and, and they're still here, folks, they're still here. Um, but. Other than that, not really a lot of uh, concern as to overconsumption and driving. Those are the concerns. But to tie into what Chris said, uh, another piece here too is maybe go explore Kalkaska, take a walk. So um, we're getting things from not just down the street, but maybe a little further away. You know, the hiking trails right across the street. You go all the way out to Guernsey Lake after you've enjoyed a nice tote down here. Those kind of things, you know, um, putting those in place also give people other options to do here in Kalkaska. Again, cross, you know, everybody's business in Kalkaska is good business for Kalkaska. Yeah, I agree with the cross marketing and branding. I think that's that's mm -hmm. brilliant. Um, Chris, uh, you know, as far as the business goes uh, at Kalkushka there, I, you know, Tom and I and uh, have spent a lot of time talking about how to, how to monetize uh, the the lounge and, and and what it is that um, will will the lounge be uh, it's itself a standalone business or is is the lounge really kind of more a marketing tool for the dispensary? I think it's going to definitely stand alone on its own um, as we move forward. I mean, the dispensary is a wonderful piece to have next door and um, you know be to be able to utilize that for the THC products, but. Um, you know, we're really moving towards getting memberships. We're looking towards getting yearly memberships. We're looking towards having a lot of private parties and special events in the cannabis industry. You know, we've got this special place that allows cannabis industries 
and different businesses to be able to bring in product and actually let people try it in-house. And, you know, that's really the first time that they're able to do that and get immediate feedback from uh, customers that are going to be using that product. So we've got that going on as well as uh, lots of different private parties from, you know, bachelor parties, bachelorette parties, divorce parties, birthday parties, you know, staff parties, whatever it may be, you know, there's lots of options for us. And we're kind of just an empty palette, you know, with, with allowing people to kind of come up with ideas and, and looking to uh, build the Kalkushka brand the best that we can. And, and it's a community space for everybody to be able to use. And the ideas are really coming up every single day. People are coming up with different uses for the Kalkushka and ways that it would help their business as well as um, filling the space. So you know, it's been uh, it's been interesting to kind of see what people are coming up with. That's for sure. So, Chris, what is it? Are there any products that you're allowed to sell currently at the uh, at the lounge? Yeah, you know, we do Northwood soda. Um, we do higher ground coffee. We uh, we've got some cookies from the uh, Park Street Deli, which is in Traverse City. Uh, little things like that. We're not allowed to sell any THC products. We do have some CBD drinks and things like that, that we like the field drinks and the wink drinks and stuff like that, that are CBD oriented. We don't have anything that's TH that has THC in it at all. We're not allowed to sell any of that. So uh, consumers from outside can bring in uh, cannabis from a home grow. It can be from any dispensary in the area. Um, anything that they want to bring in, they can bring in to the lounge. If it's THC, we just don't sell it here. So Tom, I, I have a question for you. I know that uh, that Tom is has some ownership in the lounge. He also has some ownership in the botanical company there, and that uh, you guys are going to be highlighted and featured uh, the Relief brand at both the dispensaries and at the lounge. Um, Tom, Tom, talk to us about uh, how the relationship has been and and how you can use that as a, a cross marketing tool for Relief. Well, uh, yeah, I, I do want to mention that the lounge is uh, owned by. Um, Russ also, there, there's a group, his group, Carbidex, they're vertically integrated uh, between Franklin Fields, the botanical company, and now Una Labs. And uh, Russ is uh, our partner and it's awesome, man. We, when we saw the space, it, it felt right. <clears throat> we, we bought the, uh, the, we purchased the corner uh, space on the block and essentially uh, ran a wall right down the middle. And uh, the, the idea from the get-go was to open a lounge from the, the whole idea was opening a retail establishment and then a lounge and figuring out how to, um, how one would actually help the other. Obviously that seems like the most reasonable uh, thing, but we, we discussed things like uh, putting a uh, rotating Lazy Susan in the wall or, you know, how would, how do we, send product over for people you know but just having those types of fun conversations and getting creative on what can this you know what can this space be it's been been really cool and it's it is really like a uh, blank slate but it does have a nice infrastructure and uh, we we have full live sound support uh, for bands or comedians um, we have you know all the microphones that you need for to, to run an event and we have the place wired for surround sound and movies. So we got movie night, uh, live music. Uh, there's trivia night every Monday. Uh, it's it's been really cool to see all the things that um, you know that people have been able to come up with. You know, like like Chris was saying, it's it's just been a really interesting space. I'm here every day now. It's my you know 
my my lunchtime new office. My lunchtime new office, man. I love it. It's the best place to have conversations with people and hold meetings. It really is, and it's really proven itself to be extremely valuable in that regard too. And it's just a place where people can come together, and it's it is becoming that you know that synergy that people you know feel when it comes to cannabis too. And it's nice to have a social space where you know you can either you know share a joint with someone or you know or just hang out and talk and meet people from out of state. Right? We have people coming from all over the country just to check this place out because they know it exists. And that is, has been a really magical thing too. Yeah. You know, uh, I know one of my favorite things to do when, uh, when I was out in Denver prior to licensing, they had some consumption lounges out there and, and going down there and watching Monday night football and smoking a joint with your buddies. I mean, it was just, for me, it was like the pinnacle, you know, I, I just so much fun. And, uh, I look forward to doing that, uh, up at Kalkushka. Um, do you guys have anything planned for the uh, MICIA uh, summer annual? You guys got a, a band coming in or what, any any events that you guys can kind of tie to the uh, the event at all? Uh, it's still in progress. Yeah, we've been discussing what we want to do. I, I think this would be a great place to have uh, uh, to hold the, um, you know, the whole registration process on, on the way in or possibly have on the way out of town. But that hasn't really been set in stone. They already already are using Shandy Creek. But I think it, you know, it's a possibility. We'd love to have some after parties and, uh, you know, potentially have bands. We're open. If anyone wants to hit Chris up, um, and uh, if there's a way to like Chris, how do people reach out to you and get a hold of the lounge in order to like plan these types of events and rent the space or see what's happening? Absolutely. Well, they can always contact me um, directly via the um, my email, which is c. A T T E B E A T T E B E R R Y at Kalkushka Lounge.com. Or they can always just call the lounge, and that's a 231 656 0420. So um, you can always contact me there. I'm the one that puts all the schedules together and everything on the calendar. So uh, we're always looking for new bands. We're always looking for really new ideas all the way around you know we're going to be doing um some literature stuff and some poetry slams and uh really bringing in as many things as we can as tom said we've got some comedians coming in on the 23rd and i have you know my ganja binger calling last night was phenomenal i heard good things. it was a hit i heard good things um but yeah so we're, we're really trying to just mold and make it a place for the community to be able to come and have some fun and uh we're so fortunate to have some amazing gangsters that work here and really trying to just transform this this community into a place that really understands what we're doing and feels the vibe that we've got which is just you know just this positive energy that we're trying to put out into the community of Kalkaska. so walk me through this real quick guys so i i drive into Kalkaska, i pull up to the botanical i go inside i score myself some redemption products some relief solution products some uh, franklin fields and some true cannabis and i stroll next door to the Kalkushka lounge and as i enter the door do i get an admission fee or, or how does that work? And then once I'm there, do you guys have, um, uh, you know, uh, devices that I could use? Do you have, do you have bongs? Do you have pipes? Do you have papers? Do you, are those for sale? How does that work? Great questions. Yeah. When you come through the door, you're going to be greeted by one of the danksters and they're going to welcome you in. You're going to have to just show your driver's license like any other place uh, that deals with cannabis. And 
when you come in, you know, there's going to be a cover charge depending on the day. Usually earlier in the day, we try and uh, just get people in and to enjoy the space. So early in the day, you're not going to see a high cover charge at all. Uh, usually you're going to see a cover charge with an event that we're having in the evening, whether it's Jack Elliott playing music on Thursday nights or our trivia night or our bingo night on Tuesday night or our movie night. So if you're coming in in the evenings, usually you'll see between a five and $10 cover charge, depending on the event that we're, we're holding that evening. Um, we're really trying to bring in lots of different stuff to kind of just let everybody kind of see and feel the, the space. Uh, we've got a paint and puff that's being run by Brooklyn Elaine, who works for Real Leap, who's just done a wonderful, wonderful job. Um, and we get that, those are our biggest crowds coming in uh, to enjoy that. So. Uh, we have another one coming up on July 7th that we're really looking forward to. So if you're interested at all in being a part of that, please don't hesitate to reach out to us here at the lounge or you can jump on our Facebook page and check out our calendar and uh, and sign up that way. So we've got a couple different avenues for people to be able to see what's going on in the lounge every week and every month, either by our Facebook page, our website, which is just the CalKishkaLounge.com or, um, you know, just calling in and stopping in. And we've got we've got different calendars here as well. So Chris, if, if I if I show up at the lounge, is there something that I'm not allowed to bring in? Am I not allowed to bring in outside food? Am I not allowed to bring in a pistol? Am I what what is it that that you're not allowed to bring into the lounge? Yeah, and Kevin, you know that's a great question. We you know obviously we can't bring handguns or any type of guns into the lounge. Uh, tobacco and alcohol are uh, not allowed as well. But really anything that ties into cannabis, you know, you'd mentioned Kevin with the um, you know having pieces here that people could use. Uh, we're not to that step yet, but that's definitely something that we've been thinking about and trying to integrate into the whole idea of the Kalkushka as well. So we're trying, you know, it's really a fluid system. You know, we're the first one in the state. So we're really trying to open up, be a part of the community. And we're listening to what people want and what they would like the space to turn into. And we're really trying to make sure that we have those things for them as well. And so the idea of bongs and volcanoes and pipes and things like that that are here for people to use our ideas we've had we're just not to that step yet uh, we do have papers and cones and things like that that people can roll their own or if they purchase from a dispensary and bring it on in they can bring in anything from dabs to dab rigs to you know concentrates to you know rolling joints and smoking bowls and bongs and all of that stuff so anything any smoking apparatus with cannabis is allowed along with gummies and uh, and most other things as well as CBD you know that's another another piece and avenue that we haven't really crossed that bridge too much into insofar as the smoking piece but that's also allowed so we could you know we can have people smoke in some CBD pre-rolls and stuff like that if you kind of feeling like you've had you know smoked a pre-roll already you're feeling a little bit like yeah, i don't need another one right away you know cbd would be a great option for you and that's at the botanical next door as well so you know we really try and make sure that people have everything they need to enjoy the space you know harley and chris thank you so much for being on the show today um i really it's it's quite an exciting thing to see this all come together has there been any um unique success stories where maybe someone came in that was a little bit hesitant, a little bit unsure and left feeling like very happy, very surprised. I mean, like all things, when people aren't used to being around cannabis, the concept of a, you know, a consumption lounge is terrible. What are they going to do? And yes, as Tom always says, think about the children and stuff and everything kind of as a joke and stuff. So it's, uh, have there been any really unique uh, kind of special success stories where someone left feeling uh, um, a lot more confident and interested in cannabis than they did uh, before they arrived? 
You know, Nate, I would say almost everybody that comes through the door. I think um, I think that uh, that wonder and kind of that idea of like, what's this all about is what's going through most people's brains when they walk through the door because they don't know what to expect. You know, we've had a lot of people comparing our space to what they've seen in Amsterdam and and some other places similar to that. But when they come in, they don't know what what to expect. And I think there's almost like this immediate gasp, like, wow, this place is beautiful. It's way different than I thought. The comfort, the feeling of comfort just kind of emanates through the door when you walk in. And uh, we're so lucky to have such an amazing staff that really just welcome the people in and, and make it an exceptional space. You know, we've had um, person after person who've come in and really had an experience that really enlightens their their idea of the space. You know, I, I, I've got mine, I'm sure Harley's got his, but I remember uh, when we first opened about the second week we were open, um, you know, this consumption piece and this police piece and the presence of police has been that ongoing question of people when they come because they want to make sure that everything is, you know, that when they leave that they're able to get home safely, which is a very important piece to us as well. And um, that the older crowd is really the crowd that's kind of focused in on that pretty heavily. And uh, we had a couple gentlemen show up on bicycles middle of the day, uh, probably in their 80s, I would guess and uh, had never been into the space before and came in and sat down in our leather chairs, uh, made themselves comfortable, looked around, laughed a little bit, started to understand the space, started to feel comfortable in the space. Next thing we know, they went over to the botanical, bought a pre-roll, brought it right back in and spent about another hour and a half smoking the pre-roll and just having a great old time and enjoying their space. And so I think as people start to come in and, and feel what we've got going on here and seeing what we've got going on here, um, you know, they kind of tend to make it their own. I, the, the, another thing that's really awesome when we have large groups in the space is we had a party of about 25 or 30 that were um, in here. And, uh, you know, I talked to the Danksters. I kind of was like, man, look at this. Nobody was on their cell phone. There was not a single person who is sitting and scrolling on their phone. There was eye contact being made, conversations being made. And, uh, and friendships being made, you know, all uh, within the lounge. And so it's, it's pretty, it's a pretty remarkable space. You know, once, once people get in and they start to feel the vibe of what we're doing and what, and, and you know, the comfort level that they have, people start to mingle and, and start talking and passing joints and, uh, and just becoming part of the, the Kalkishka. It's been pretty awesome to watch. That's honestly great to hear. And like so often cannabis is such a social experience. You could never know anybody and, you know, someone lights up a joint and you're all of a sudden you're best friends with someone yeah. you've never met before. And I think we've all had that many times before um, as well. Uh, any any unique challenges um, that you didn't necessarily predict or things that uh, you have to think about? A lot of times I've got this question uh, before from people where someone's at a bar and they're clearly they've clearly had too many and you know like the bartender has like an ethical obligation to cut them off i know it's not a direct one-to-one -one situation um but i have to imagine that question comes up sometimes where people are, what happens if someone's over consuming or this or that um what what is kind of the procedure for something like that or does it just kind of fall more into like a cigar bar territory where everybody's just kind of doing their own thing it's a great question nate i i think in some ways um you know we we're a little bit different than a bar because we're not providing the THC or the cannabis to the customers. And so they're bringing it in on their own. They're consuming on their own. We're not feeding them more and more and more while they're here. 
Um, but we always have that conversation with, with the customers when they're here. And um, after they've been consuming for a while, we, we tend to stop in with a little bit of friendly banter and we can uh, make that judgment. You know, if somebody's, if we're feeling as a staff, like somebody's maybe over consumed a little bit too much. Uh, that's why we've put a lot of our uh, effort into building a little space on the way out the exit door that's going to have some some maps of the area and some different menus for the different food trucks and restaurants in the area. As Harley mentioned, the walking path. And, uh, you know, there's lots of really neat little spots right around downtown Kalkaska that they've been working really hard to make uh, a benefit to all the community as well. And so it allows people to kind of say, OK, we've now had a joint, we've smoked a little bit. Now let's go explore and uh, and see what the town has to offer. And I know in a lot of ways, um, you know, the hardest thing, going back to the beginning part of your question there, Nate, was the, uh, and the thing that I didn't anticipate as much was that it was, you know, it's a driving destination at this point. And, um, you know, originally with the starting of the lounge and the idea of people coming in all day long was that, you know, there was a lot more in my mind, like this walking traffic that was gonna be coming by. And it's really turning out to be a place that people are driving to come in and uh, enjoy the space. And so, you know, that type of mental change is something that we've had to do a little bit just to kind of get people in. And I think that's why we're having more and more events every day and stuff that, you know, hopefully everyone can find their little thing that might interest them to get them into the lounge. So we're trying to really create that almost on a daily basis now to have something exciting for people to come in and do here in Kalkaska. And then, you know, they could stop in before they go to dinner. Um, the, on the weekends, we're open until 10 o'clock. So maybe after dinner on a Friday or Saturday night, they could stop in and, and spend a little time with us. It's a great gathering space for friends to come together and enjoy um, a joint and a laugh and, uh, you know, tell some stories and have some fun. Kevin, if I could interject real quick um, on that as well. Yeah, on the government standpoint, we have um, done a lot with the Downtown Development Authority for this area um, through grant funding and things. But what we've also done is created a, our website for the DDA is explorecalcasca.com. It has uh, the full menu of events on there, cross-references, all of the places that are here available in the village, close by and far away, and other, other things that are here to do. So anybody who wants to plan a day trip, get in on that uh cannabis tourism and come mm -hmm. to Kalkaska, just put in explorecalkaska.com and that'll take you to our local downtown and you can plan a whole day or a weekend and uh, come enjoy the lounge while you're in Kalkaska for sure. And that sounds like a great resource. I guess my last uh, brief question will be, have you kind of noticed that there's a bit of a new kind of audience that has emerged at the lounge with kind of this melding of like a little bit more of that coffee shop cafe environment with a cannabis environment. You mentioned some more senior folks coming in there, younger folks. Uh, have you found that kind of a Kalkaska, uh, Kalkushka specific kind of new community has emerged from this? I would say so. I mean, I, I see that, you know, a lot of the same folks coming in and enjoying the space, um, but I think it's it's constantly changing you know we've got this this melding group of people that when they come in they're they are almost instant friends and so people are coming in we've got a lot of people coming in from the different grow facilities in the area and kind of building that community uh the cannabis community base together as well um as everybody else in the neighborhood so you know yeah we've got our locals that come in on, on a regular basis and enjoy the events but it seems like they're intermixing with so many new folks as tom had mentioned we've got a lot of people from out of town 
coming to visit us because they've heard about it, you know, and they want it. They want to see what it's like. And it's this new piece in the cannabis world that's starting to get out there. And uh, we're just the exciting, you know, we're, we're excited to be a part of the, the very first one and uh, watching it grow. And it's it's changing and, and transforming every single day, but it's only making itself better every single day, too, which is really fun to watch. So. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we're lucky to be a part of it, and uh, I'm really interested to see how it goes and as it starts to progress, kind of how it how it changes and, and you know, formulates into the success that we're looking forward to having. Yeah, well, we plan as a as Real Leaf and with, uh, with 42 degrees and Fresh Coast uh, to have, you know, staff meetings, uh, tastings after, you know, after hours and get together and use it as an opportunity for us to bring flour to the table and they're bringing the, the you know the process material that you know from ours you know we're just everyone gets a chance to try and you could taste you know all of you know throughout the whole process and get everyone together and it's a it's an opportunity to network and it's it's exciting to, to have the resource here and to see that also happening simultaneously with you know people that haven't seen each other and you know getting together on vacation and it's just it's really cool to see all the different people that have come through this door like i don't think these guys will be able to get rid of me ever so <laughs> hey uh chris and, and tom uh, this is kind of for both of you guys but uh talk to me about what it's like to have um harley there right now supporting you guys as you guys go through this process and and the community also backing you guys and and what that does for uh the freedom to be creative in, in this atmosphere and not feel like you're pigeonholed and, and having to be so conservative about the things that you guys do i it, it well i i'm 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 a little different than tom insofar as you know um, being a part of the management here at the Kalakushka, I am thrilled to death to have somebody like Harley on staff. You know, it was, uh, I'll never forget sitting in the front of the lounge, just getting work done previous to opening up and, you know, just having a lot on our plate and trying to figure out who am I going to fill that last spot with and who's going to jump into that last spot. And Harley came walking in and we'd made a kind of a bond between the two of us on 420 and with the trout festival and things like that. And so. You know, I knew of Harley. I kind of had some conversations with Harley, but uh, you know, never in a million years would have imagined having him on staff. And uh, I just feel so blessed to have him. Um, we're, we're really lucky. And it's not only with his connections with the town and all the stuff that he brings on that side of it, but it's just himself and being Harley and um, his personality and engagement with the customers and all of the positives that come from that on my, stand, my end of things is really what's what's making this place a success. And so, um, yeah, Harley's got some great connections in town with his work and everything else. But on my end of things, I just, I feel blessed to have him here um, as a dankster and working hard with us every day because it, it makes this place better every single day. And uh, so from my standpoint, which is probably a little different than Tom's, but that's- No, no, I, I, I feel blessed every day. Harley and I work together closely. I, I serve on the DDA board and on several committees. and. We're committed and i've never met anyone as committed to um doing the right thing at every turn you know everything that we've gone through and uh it's it, yeah we're truly blessed to have someone that cares so much about the community but sees the bigger picture and how things can be not how things have been and that's uh, that's important and that yeah, i couldn't and chris an amazing team couldn't ask for a better person to run this place man you're just a awesome dude 
and having you around you know it's just like you you're everyone loves chris like uh, it's 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 incredible dude he's just a really awesome person to have you know to greet you and we have an amazing team and yeah people definitely need to come and use the utilize the space man come check it out it's beautiful outside yeah it is so what are you guys going to do when harley decides he wants to run for governor what what's <laughs> who's going to step in <laughs> <laughs> well, um, he'll be. We're just gonna have to add another office back here. We've got a stock room um, that we could probably convert to a gubernatorial office if we needed to. Yeah, um, we definitely have the uh, the security here already in place, so he will be safe. Um, so, true. so we'll be good. You know, we'll um, we'll just make sure he's got uh, everything he needs here. So they he can... already keep me locked up. Nothing would change. <laughs> <laughs> So, so Tom, I know you, uh, you have, you've got uh, your event license up that way. Um, is there any uh, thoughts of tying the uh, event into the lounge and into the dispensary and having some kind of festival up there in Kalkaska? Oh, that's always a discussion for sure. Um, nothing in stone yet, but we're, we've definitely been you know, approaching that idea, possibly for next year. We'll see. There's so many, uh, you know, like chris was saying like so many cool ideas pop up here it's like an idea factory whether the summer they're not all zingers but you know it's really cool to get everyone's take and it, it's almost like a rapid evolution when people get into a, a space and can have you know conversations and 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 really work on creating new ideas like possible farmers markets there's a great space out back um you know, and so that's a possibility uh, to dedicate that as an event space. Or uh, there's been discussions in the past uh, of uh, festival possibly at the airport. So COVID, we were we were on the verge of it, but then COVID kind of took the wind out of everyone's sails, and I don't think any I haven't recovered from that one yet personally. But you know, we're working on it. Well, hopefully we can get something to happen next summer. That'd be really cool. Maybe it'd be even in the time window of the MICAA thing and get a bunch of people up that way for, for a cool cannabis event. But uh, yeah. yeah, you know, we're, we are running a little bit short on time. I know some people got some hard outs. You know, uh, we got the busy mayor on, on our uh, schedule today, so I'm sure he's got other <laughs> things he's got to do. But, but uh, you know, it's been a, a super enjoyable conversation. I'm excited for the, the Cal Kushka Lounge to, op uh, to have been open now and, and to get up there and, and enjoy the space. Um, but before we roll out, um, I wanted to give everybody a quick uh, opportunity to say their uh, final thoughts. So, uh, Nate, what do you got, buddy? You know, again, thank you so much, Harley and Chris, for being on. Uh, it sounds like everything is going great, and it's so exciting to be kind of a trailblazer um, for this as well. So uh, I can't wait to see some of the the new events that happen. And I, I think maybe maybe next year at this point, the uh, the Mid Michigan Cannabis Young Professionals Group. I think it would be a pretty good time to have an event up there as well. We're doing some of our first mixers in Lansing, but I'm pretty adamant about getting up north and getting down into Southeast Michigan as well. So hopefully, there's an opportunity where we can work some out there as well tom over at relief oh just come see us most likely you'll i'm here between like noon and 2 33 every day but it's a come check us out it's a beautiful space and uh you know i'm blessed to have these guys here and thanks for uh you might actually run into sasquatch up there yeah I think I already have. Already have. <laughs> so, so Harley and Chris, I, I want to give you a quick uh, last chance to have any final thoughts. So, uh, go ahead. 
You know, my final thought is anybody who wants to see a festival in Kalkaska next year, make a day trip this summer and come up and see us in Kalkushka. Um, support the lounge, support the community that uh, has helped make it possible to be the first one here. Um, your day trippers, your long trippers, whatever you want to do, come up this summer and see us, please. And Chris, go ahead, buddy. I would just say, you know, the Kalkushka is a special place to be. And uh, we're working hard every day to make that the case and uh, we'd love to meet you we'd love to have you come in and say hello and take a look at the space and spend a little time with us because i think once you do you're going to stay here and and want to come back over and over again and uh, don't hesitate to look at our calendar of events we've got a lot of fun things that are happening every week all the time and uh, never hesitate to give us a call here we'd be happy to talk to you or stop in and uh, we hope to see everybody here at kalakushka real soon because it's a special place and uh, we'd love for you to experience it yourself Hey, Chris, again, before we uh, take off real quick, uh, will you give them the website and uh, how they can get a hold of you if they want to schedule an event? Absolutely. You can always look at the calkushkalounge.com. That's where we are uh, all the time. That's our website. You can contact me via email at catterbury, which is C-A-T-T-E-B-E-R-R-Y at calkushkalounge.com. Or you can always call us at 231 656 0420. Yeah, don't be afraid to reach out to these guys and get something set up. I'm sure their calendar is going to fill up here real quick and they'll be booking a year out in advance here in no time. So uh, um, I really do want to uh, thank you guys, both Chris, uh, Harley, uh, especially Tom, for all the work that you guys have done up in Kalkushka, uh, in Kalkaska, um, and, and being pioneers for the industry. Um, and welcoming us uh, with open arms. I look forward to getting up there and, and enjoying the space and uh, enjoying the outdoors that Kalkaska has to offer. It's a really cool town. So if you haven't been up that way, you've got to get up there and check it out. Um, anyway, so that's uh, that's it for today, guys. Um, thanks for tuning in. Again, thanks, uh, Carly and Chris, for being on the show. And uh, we'll catch up with you guys yeah. next week. Sounds good. Thank you. Yes. See you soon. The Smoke and Rope Podcast is produced and hosted by me, Ryan Basor, the owner of Redemption Cannabis. Have ideas for episode topics or would like to be a guest on the show? Contact us at ryanb at redemptioncanna.com. Thanks for being along for the journey.